let's recalibrate after a you know disappointing loss to the Golden State Warriors and a very uh, impressive win over the Sacramento Kings. And then, do the Celtics have more than two All Stars? Can Derek White get in? Can Kristaps Porzingis get in? Can we talk about it right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast? Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I got you every day. I got a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device. All you've got to do is hit that subscribe button on whichever app you use. This podcast is everywhere. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. You can comment. You can ring the bell to get notified when I drop new videos. I'm John Corrales. If you don't know me by now, I used to play ball a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And uh, a little a little programming note. This is how we're going to do this. Uh, I am doing this podcast. I am I'm not going to record a podcast on Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm doing a post-game podcast on Saturday. So the Saturday podcast will serve. That, that should get you through. I will record a podcast on Christmas Day. So that because the Celtics are playing the Lakers. And so I'm working on Christmas Day. So make sure you're subscribed everywhere you get your podcast. Today, we're getting our leftover thoughts on the Kings and the Warriors. And then we're getting into, uh, can the Celtics, Joe Mazzulla said, oh, I think Derek White's an all-star. Well, of course he's going to say that. Is he going to be? Can he be? Can Kristaps Porzingis get in? We'll talk about that all in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Use the code all, all lowercase lockdown NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Let's get Tom Westerholm into this mix. How you doing, Tom? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm just having a grand old time. We're the beige boys over here today. That's it. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Kind of wild emotional swings over the past couple of days for Celtics fans. The a lot of people put a lot of value on that Golden State State game. A lot of people <laughs> put a lot of value on that game, and the Celtics lost. And it was oh my god, oh my god. And then they came back and won. They obviously they beat the the Sacramento Kings. Do you think too much value was put on that Warriors game? Was it too did it did it get too pumped up, I think, for for some people? Yeah, but that was always gonna be the case. Only get a TNT game. Like, you know, it's like a whole coast of the United States is watching the Celtics that might not watch them, you know, as much as, you know, those of us on um in, in east in the eastern time zone. Um, you know, I mean it's like like, yeah, it was it was always gonna be kind of pumped up. It was always gonna be kind of a big deal. Um, you know, and, and it was the Warriors, right? It was like the, the, the finals opponent from, from two years ago. Like it makes sense. Like, I understand why get it. there was a lot thrown at it. Yes. But now, it, of course it doesn't make sense from an actual 
basketball perspective, right? Because like, yeah, it was, I mean, it, for one thing, it was a weird game anyway. Draymond Green's out, you know, like the, the Warriors are an odd team. Like the Celtics, you know, didn't have Kristaps Porzingis. That has been kind of a bellwether of their success over the course of this season so far, which is kind of a topic for that we've already covered. But yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense that the, um, that, that, that the reactions were what the reactions were. And it also was like, obviously kind of over the top as was proved literally 24 hours later. Yeah. I, and that, that's kind of what I was getting at in last night's podcast. It's like we, we put so much value on that. Do the Celtics put that much value on that? It's, it's still, it's still an early mid December game. And, you know, maybe I said the same thing last year when they lost that game, it shouldn't. And you know what? It's still, it should not have been something that cascaded, but this one didn't cascade because right. the Celtics came in and, I thought they they handled their business really really well against the Kings. That's not a bad team. They yeah. they're not perfect, but that's not a bad team. And when they come out to a 23-11 uh lead and are looking as good as they are to to on the back to back, very easy to just be like, "Ugh. I do not feel like dealing with this today." Fine. It uh, forget it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and they they kept it they kept it together. The Celtics, I don't know, man. I, I have not seen them take any excuse this year. There have been plenty. And there have been plenty of comments where it's like, excuse, 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 but we're not going to make excuses. But they are saying that after they don't take the excuses. And and I think that's that's a really good sign for them this year. There are things they need to improve, which is also good. Because there's somewhere for them to go, and it's not like just keep it going. There's as long as there's something for them to improve, they'll keep striving to improve it. But they have not given in to any excuse at all all season long. They and I think that's one of the signals to me that this is legit. This is not like a they're they're just hot. They're just this is just a good stretch. It's they, they are a legitimately great team. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly part of it. Um, you know, other parts of it include the fact that they have four all-stars on this, on this great team, oh, yeah, like, that's, you know, but like, totally, like, great. yeah. And, and I mean, look, and, and I think that that shows itself when you see them not make an excuse to your point for Jason Tatum being out, you know, on the second night of a back-to-back -back. for Al Horford, not being there on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Like they're just like, okay, let's roll with the punches. Jalen Brown's going to be awesome. Drew Holiday's going to be awesome. Derek White's going to be awesome. You know, like dopping down the board, like, like, you know, just a, just a big all around performance um, that kind of makes up for that. You know, you want to talk about built in excuses. The thing that I didn't even say when I was talking about how weird the Warriors game was, was that Jason Tatum was a shell of himself after he very clearly um, yeah. and was very clearly limited by a sprained ankle. Like, yeah, that like that would have been a ready-made excuse. That would have been a ready-made excuse to lose to the, to the Kings as well on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. It wasn't. And, uh, you know, yeah, to your, to your point, enormous credit to them for that because they, they looked really good. Yeah. Uh, they continue to get big time contributions. Um, we'll, we'll talk about white and Porzingis as potential all-stars. Uh, and, and I think, you know, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm kind of, want to get into that conversation here today. Not just that Joe Missoula said it, um, not just that voting is open, but 
I think the one thing that we've learned pretty consistently here after 27 games, those are the two guys that when they're out, it really seems to hurt the most. And obviously Tatum only missed one game and Jalen missed what a couple, um, they can they can actually make up as long as they have one of the Jays. Yeah, they can kind of make up for that a little bit. They you don't want to go into a playoff series. I'm not suggesting that they're okay without those guys, but for short stints you can do that. Uh, Porzingis and Derek White are like the two most important players on this team, not the two best. And obviously it's it's that that old like. We know that Jalen and Jason are the two most important players on the team. But aside from that, Derek White, the way he just makes this thing flow, and Chris Porzingis, just by being a matchup nightmare, they're the two most important guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can you can use the word important if you want. You could use irreplaceable, right? Like that's and I think that almost kind of, you know, like you talk about the offense flowing with Derek White, and it's like that's hard to replace. You know, you talk about the the matchup nightmares and like the the extra dynamic and just the the the, mm. the ways that Porzingis stresses a defense and just kind of yeah, you know that's puts little cracks it. in it that are just kind of like like that it's just like man that's gonna that's gonna shatter if they're not careful yeah um yeah like that's what those guys do in ways you know like right like Jalen Brown Jason Tatum these guys are the most important players on the team no question but. In a pinch, one of them can make up what a lot of what the other one does, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just kind of harder to replace. Um, you know, in a short-term situation, to your point, in a short-term situation, it's harder to replace that guy who stresses and cracks the defense, and that guy who makes the offense and, and really the defense too flow as smoothly as Derek White does. So, yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right, and I, I think it's it's not quite as cognitively dissonant as as it sounds to say that, <laughs> that those guys are as important as they are. And look, that's that's part of why I, I think the Celtics, they they didn't th- not having Porzingis is not why they lost to Golden State, right? In in, in that vacuum, there are a, a number of different reasons why they they should have beaten Golden State. At the same time, it's also accurate to say Jason had, Jason Tatum hobbling around like a dog with three legs was the reason they lost to Golden State. <laughs> yeah, um, but also if they had Kristaps Porzingis. They probably would have beaten Golden State. That's just the they're, yeah, they have yeah, no yeah. answer. Yeah. Not many teams have an answer for him, <laughs> and so so it's it's I'm not I'm not too worried. I come away with this from this not concerned at all. Even though I see people in the comments and I've heard people say they're very concerned about the the loss to Golden. I'm not concerned at all necessarily. It's not just really. to me like it's it, they obviously they could have done some stuff better, but like. They got a ton of good shots that they missed. They could have yeah. done it better. The last play, yes, obviously that could have been better, and so on and so forth. In fact, I, I, I want to touch on something with that last play before we get into the the, the Derek White Kristaps Porzingis. I want to run it by you as well. Let's talk. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Better Help. Uh, it's the holidays, and holidays are stressful for a lot of different reasons. Family, uh, this is a lot of breakups happen around the the holidays. It's just it's super stressful. Uh, this is a great time to reach out to a therapist because just having somebody that you can talk to getting can get you through a, a very stressful time of year. And if you can 
unleash on someone like a therapist and tell them everything and kind of get some stuff off your chest, maybe the holidays will just be a little bit better, a little bit easier to navigate. Starting therapy is difficult. I know that. I've gone through it. Finding somebody nearby and all of that stuff is very difficult. And then if that person isn't a good fit, then you run into the problems of, well, where do I go now? That's why BetterHelp is so good because you do it all online. You do it over video. You do it over the phone or over text or whatever. You, you, can, you can kind of customize this. And because it's all online, there are a number of qualified licensed therapists to choose from. If you're just not clicking with one, change. No extra charge, no nothing. You just go to the next one after you filled out your questionnaire and they try to match you and they try to get it right. If it doesn't work out for some reason, you go to the next one and you find one that fits. And let me tell you something, that is life-changing. So in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash NBA today. You get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Now head on over to Lockdown Sports today. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 24/7 streaming channel. That means every day, all day, Lockdown programming on YouTube, streaming for you to listen to, to watch throughout the entire day. Put it on, leave it on, and get caught up on the entire world of sports. All right, I said before the break I wanted to give uh, run something by Tom Westerholm here. This is the the final the final play the timeout the non timeout and I think it I, I want to be I, I just want to throw this at you here. Once Jason Tatum has stopped, it's seven seconds. People are saying that's when you call a timeout, and I'm saying this is the absolute worst possible time to call the timeout because it's Jason Tatum, he's your best player. There's seven seconds left. The only reason to call that timeout there is because you're saying, I don't trust Jason Tatum. And maybe you, the listener, or you, Tom Westerholm, will say, well, yeah, he hasn't shown anything recently. Like, that shot that he got was terrible. You're Joe Mazzulla. You're 20 and 5 at that point. Everything's going great. 5-0 homestand. People are loving the Celtics. Do you really want to create a scenario where Stephen A. Smith is yelling on TV, Joe Mazzula doesn't trust Jason Tatum. And Colin Cowherd talking about, you know, I just don't think that uh, this is going to work because Joe Mazzula and the star player, if they they don't get along, how's that going to work? And, you know, Jason Tatum would come to the bench being like, what the hell? I had the ball. I'm your guy. You're going to take the ball out of my hands? What are you going to do? You're going to call a play to put the ball back in my hands. Why are you doing this? You don't want to have that scenario. Why would you invite that scenario? You let it play out. It happens how it happens. You go behind closed doors. You shut the door in a film session. And you MF Jason Tatum in private because that's what happens. And that's a coach-player dynamic. And you go, what are you doing, man? Like, if you're going to hold it, do something. Or I'm going to call a play for you. That step back is crap. Don't do that again. You do that in private behind closed doors. Calling a timeout in that situation would have been one of like a season derailing type of moments. That's uh, spicy. A season derailing, I think, is a little 
It's a little, it's maybe, maybe that's a little, a little strong. That's a little strong. A little strong, maybe at at Not, twenty at but, twenty and five. But it's uh, at least it's at least stop sticks being thrown in the road. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I, I think that that's a. I think that's a reasonable justification for not doing it. Also, I think it's a a reasonable justification. It's just like, yeah, nobody's perfect. Um, but as a basketball player, Jason Tatum is as close to perfect as we've got. So, yeah, like, yeah, did it go well? No. Clearly not. <laughs> like, I think everybody would acknowledge that. But it's like, I think making everything like this a referendum, you know, the Celtics haven't needed a ton of those situations this year because they're just, you know, beating the doors off people. And it's like, Cool. Like, like good enough. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I like with, with, with something like that, it just kind of feels like, um, there's such an opportunity to just pick at things that don't need to be picked at. And that's kind of what I, what I feel like happened with so much of the analysis after the golden state game is just like, like, you know, ah, oh, like they should have done this. They should have done this. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. They're 20 and six. They'll be fine. Like come out, beat the Kings play well, the rest of this road trip, win a couple of these upcoming games. Like, like, you know, you want to feel a lot better about this road trip? Beat the Kings, beat the Clippers. The Clippers are really good right now. Beat those yeah. two teams. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Sure. Like, nobody's talking about the Warriors game. And I understand that, like, that's not where we're at, like, on December 21. And we're trying to have a conversation about the Warriors game. So sure. I'm kind of derailing it. But I don't know, man. I'm, uh, no, I, I, no, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I know. I, I think, like, just like to your, to your point in the first section. A little perspective about some of these national TV games, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be okay. It's it, yeah. this this team is really freaking good, and it's gonna be fine. If you want to, if you want to bag on Joe Missoula for anything, I would say, why don't you have a couple of plays that you can go to your your seven second plays, your ten second plays? Sure. Yeah. You know, like that's something. Like if 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 Jason Tatum, to me, this is the basketball version of two minute offense. You can't, you can't like always huddle up in the NFL, right? right. You got to be able to run no huddle sometimes. And this is a the, lot of times when you do, you get the ball down the field real fast. Right. And so yeah. like, there's, there's reasons to do it. And I thought that was a good reason to do it yep. with Chris Paul and Steph Curry on the floor. I thought that was a good reason to do it. If I'm going to criticize Joe Missoula for anything, it's not having a set of one, two, three plays to be like, okay. We're doing, you know, X one, whatever, call a play and be like, okay, this is our quick hitter, right? you know, boom, boom, and make a play. Either you're going to invite the double team onto Tatum with one of those guys, and you're going to give the ball up to Holiday or Derek White, and those are fine guys to give the ball up to because at that point they get the ball with five seconds, four seconds, still time to make a play, drive, get to the free throw line, take a free throw line jumper. Like you have options at that point. Two seconds left. You get the ball inbounds and Tatum takes that shot. Fine. Whatever. That's that. Sure. I'm not going to get worried about seven seconds left. <clears throat> I get that that shot sucked. It absolutely did suck. No question about it. Joe should have like a Rolodex where that's something a 50 year old person would say. Joe should have something of a, a series of plays that you can it's call not something that anybody on this podcast has experienced. <laughs> um, that would be my, my, my one problem, but calling a timeout in that situation when Tatum had the ball there, don't invite that problem. Don't invite Tatum getting pissed off. Don't yeah. invite media scrutiny. Don't invite any of that stuff. At that point, you just got to sit there and fold your arms as a coach and be like, well, this is the spot that we're in now. Game seven of the finals. 
yeah, call a timeout in game seven of the finals because now you want to make sure like you don't care about the matchup necessarily. Like you want to get the best possible play. Sure. December 20th or 19th or whatever it was against the, the Warriors. No, let it roll, man. Let it roll. It was, it, it's okay. Like the result was not great, but let it roll and don't invite that other stuff. Yeah. If you, and, and for me, if I'm going to criticize Joe Missoula, I'm going to be talking about how the pace slowed down so much in the second half because you were trying to get that the fifth, is a good you're trying one. to get the sixth foul on Steph Curry. And like, I get trying to get that foul on Steph Curry because look what Steph Curry did the rest of the way. But like, you were getting fouls on him just fine by doing what you were normally doing. Like, right. Just, just do that. You'll be yep. fine. So, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, Derek White and Chris Stops Porzingis. We feel pretty good about Jason Tatum making the All Star team. Feel pretty good about Jalen Brown making the All Star team. Seems like. Uh, I feel like those two things are likely. Can they get a third? Can they get a fourth? Well, we'll talk about that coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy done right because it's you versus the projections. They set the projections, you pick more or less, and you do it in any number of sports. You can do, uh, just basketball if you want, or you can combine them. All you got to do, you get two to six players and you don't have to hit on all of them. You can hit on some of them and you can get like one and a half times your money back, or you can hit on all of them and get up to 25 times your money back. It's a lot of different ways to win on prize picks. They've got a specials league where you can combine sports. So you can go basketball and football and can, you know, get projections on three pointers made and touchdown passes. All that kind of stuff is there. And there's injury insurance. So, you know, if your guy goes down uh, in the first half, doesn't come back in the second, that player gets rebooted. So if you want the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance, you go to prize picks. You're not playing against thousands of people. You're not playing against sharks. You're playing against just you and their projections. So have fun with it. Have you go, go crazy with, you know, your little projections. And it's, it's just a good old time. At Prize Picks, if you go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA and you use the code lockdown NBA all lowercase, you get a first deposit match up to $100. So that's really good. You deposit up to $100, they'll give you another whatever number you match, whatever number you put in, up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen. Every day, hey, you want a last-minute Christmas gift that's going to get delivered on time? Go to Cameo, download the Cameo app, search for me, search for John Corrales. You can get a fan of the podcast for 15 bucks. a personalized message for me, uh, a Merry Christmas, a hello, a shout-out, a good luck, and anything. Uh, it's just a, a fun little thing. If someone loves the podcast, then I will send that person a message. Go to cameo.com. Just search for me. I'm going to search. Let's search for Tom Westerholm again. All right, Tom. How much is your cameo? 15 bucks. I'll do it for 10. You know, oh. I'm not on as much. Okay. I'm also not on cameo. So I don't know. Uh, can... <laughs> Tom, Tom, not, not underscore NBA, Tom undercut undercut NBA. NBA. I'm undercut you. I NBA. You. I see where you went there. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. All right. <laughs> hey, yo, speaking of Derek White and Tom underscore NBA, your boy tweeted today. Yeah. For the yeah. first time in a long time. Yeah. You know that drill tweet that's like, 
um, like the I'm not mad. Please do not write it in the newspaper that I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not back. Please do not write it in the newspaper that I'm back. <laughs> Tom, I, back. I was not. There's a lot of noise about Derek White being an all star, and I just happened to remember saying something about this and getting a lot of pushback. A lot of people reaching out, being like, "Derek White, come on, man! Like that's not it's not realistic to think that Derek White could be in the all star conversation." Oh, it's not. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, here we are having an all star oh, conversation. Paul can't be the number one pick. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's let's Tom while Tom finishes his victory lap. Let's take a look. I will never at, never finish. When I start a victory lap, it goes on for a long time. It's a long. It's a victory marathon. Yes. Uh, Derek White, obviously we just talked about how important he is to the Celtics. Like it, this is where, like, if you know, you know, and if you follow the Celtics, every team that's good has a guy mm -hmm. that's maybe not big on the counting numbers, but is so important that they'll, the fan base will be like, no, you got to really consider him. He's so important to this real good team and the, the wins matter. And you got to consider him like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, Derek White's one of those guys. And the county stats are are pretty good anyway. Sixteen and a half points, five assists, four rebounds. Uh, he's he's shooting forty nine percent from from the field, forty almost forty three percent from three, fifty fifty uh, forty. I'm sorry, forty two point nine percent from three. I don't know what I said before, but let's say forty three percent and fifty eight percent from two. He's just uh, where, where else do you want to go? Steals 1.3, 1.2 blocks. He's got more, more blocks than any other guard in the NBA. It's a solid case, Tom, that Derek White is worthy of all-star consideration. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, look, he's if you're gonna give the Celtics a third guy, right? I understand Porzingis. I think there's a strong case to be made there. Like we're gonna talk about it, but like you look at some of the on-off numbers with Derek White and you know. Jason Tatum off the floor, Derek White, Jalen Brown off the floor, Derek White. He does exactly what the Celtics need him to do, which is sometimes be kind of a primary scorer. <laughs> like yep, sometimes sure. they need him to do that. And then he just goes and gets buckets. And sometimes yep. they need him to, you know, be a little bit more of a facilitator role and fill in some cracks. And then he does that. And like, I think it's, you know, you're right that like every good team has a guy where it has that kind of like, that kind of like in the margins kind of guy where they're like, no, you got to consider this guy's candidacy. That's true. The, the problem is that Derek white is better than all the other ones of those. <laughs> like he's just really good. Um, I, I think it's a strong case. I think if you it, it, like, I understand that all-star voting a lot of the time, all-star candidacies have to be based around stats because you do need a certain amount of objectivity here. There's going to be some subject subjective nature, but you do need some objectivity stats. Give you that. I understand that. Um, and like, you know, do you, do you really want to be wading into the weeds on some guys? Understood, no, right. fine. But I, Derek White deserves to be in this conversation. I, like, I think he's been an all-star so far. Um, I'd put him in. I don't know. I've, I've, and to your point, I've watched a lot of Celtics, but yeah. uh, I, would, I would put him in. I think he deserves Here, to be there. Here's the question. Who doesn't make it? to get Derek white in. And this is, this is where we always hit the road, the road bump, the roadblock, because there are a few guards that really you're like, Hmm, is he going to, is he going to beat out these guys? Um, 
Tyrese Halliburton. Nope. Just not beating him out. He's not beating Tyrese Halliburton out. Uh, Tyrese Maxey. We'll get the Tyrese's out of the way. Probably He's not, not beating Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. Nope. No. Okay. Damian Lillard. Nope. Probably not beating Damian Lillard. Donovan Mitchell. Probably not. Probably not beating Donovan Mitchell. Okay. So that's four. Mm -hmm. That's four guards. Mm -hmm. Trey Young. There it is. (laughs) 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 Is he going to beat, is he going to beat Trey Young? And I would suggest that that would be my choice (laughs) because people know that I am a card carrying Trey Young hater. And I'm okay with him missing the all-star game because what the hell, what the hell has he done? Uh, but at the same time, he's not beating out a guy averaging 28 points, 11 assists, uh, now yeah. shooting almost 39% from three. Cause he's just caught fire. Yeah. Um, as much as I would love to make the argument, the, the basketball sense in me says, no, he can't beat out Trey Young. Now, now we're up to five. We're up yeah. to five guards. Jalen Brunson. Is he going to be out Jalen Brunson? Now it's starting to get interesting, right? It's starting like, to get probably, interesting, right? Probably but, not. Probably not. But I think it's starting to get interesting in this range. This is, this is, but this okay. is where, yeah. But now, now it's six. And yeah. we still haven't talked about centers. And we haven't talked about forwards. Right. So this, this makes me think that Derek White, as much as I would love it, I don't know that he's going to make it. He's going to have to have now, again, this is now we're doing this podcast on December 21st. So it's not even Christmas yet. Right. He, Derek white could have a run and some of these guys could fall off or get hurt. And so we don't know. So we don't know. But at this point, my guess is that he doesn't make it. I I do think, I think your point about getting hurt is important too, because I think when you start talking about a team having a third all-star, a lot of times you are talking about an injury replacement. Sure. And that's entirely possible, right? Damian Lillard could sprain an ankle. Not that I'm wishing an injury on anybody, but somebody, somebody could sprain an ankle and like go down. Might might be better to pick Donovan Mitchell with, with the Cavs injury luck right now. Yeah. Uh, But regardless, absolutely. Injury replacement could be possible, but as far as now, good, good health all the way around. That's we're looking at six guys, and we're only at one kind of iffy, and that kind of depends on who the Knicks actually send. Is it going to be him, or is it going to be Julius Randle as a forward? Um, if they send Julius Randle, then hey, now you got now you got a different story, maybe. But six point guards, six guards like that—that's tough. That's a tough ask Don't because play. now you're getting into the forwards, and let's now Kristaps Porzingis is a guy that deserves some consideration as well. Now, his counting stats, 19.2 points per game, um, seven rebounds, 1.7 assists. Like, he's in there. He's He's got the legitimate, you know, he's the third, third leading scorer. He's had some big games for the Celtics. He's shooting well enough. He's, he, you know, obviously marquee player, uh, almost two blocks per game. That's that works. I think you can make a legitimate case for him as well. Same, same exercise. Yeah. Who does he, who does he get in over? Well, it's not going to be Embiid. No, cause they, they do backcourt front court. Yeah. So, right. 
So, and it's 12, it's not 15. And that's going to be, that's the big issue. So if we're looking at even five guards that we're still now at seven front court, Tatum and Brown are two, yep. right? Because I'm considering them forwards. Yep. So Tatum and Brown are two. Giannis and Joel are three and four. And now you get into that interesting kind of mix. Um, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Scotty Barnes, those types of guys. Those are three names that are out there on, you know, does Scotty Barnes make it? I don't know. Toronto, does, what do you? I've barely watched Toronto, if we're going to be honest here. <laughs> like, I've heard Scotty Barnes is a lock, but. Uh... Yeah. It's. He, he seems to be. He seems to be. He seems to be. Um, does Does Miami get two? Kind of questionable. I think. I think what I'm getting at is Porzingis has the better chance yeah, because I we're not getting that. down to like Jimmy Butler, maybe, but Jimmy Butler's stats are kind of in that same kind of range. Uh, let me call up Jimmy Butler real quick here because. He's he's averaging 21.5, so only a couple points more. Five rebounds, four and a half assists. Um, steals at one, just like, uh, one steal a game. Not really much of a shot blocker. So, he, uh, you know, the counting stats are a little bit better. It, are they going to get two guys? Bam out of bio, 22 points, nine and a half rebounds, four assists a game. Better, better than Porzingis counting stats wise. Yeah. Yep. Um, you could make the case that Miami could get two guys in uh, because they are uh, they are a winning team. They're at sixteen and twelve. Uh, Cleveland's Cleveland's candidates are. It's basically Donovan Mitchell and injuries have kind of ruined the rest. Yep. Um, I, I I think Julius Randle is a legitimate has a legitimate case. I don't know if Paolo Bancaro has a case uh, in Orlando. Orlando's the fourth seed right now, and they were the top seed for a hot second. Yeah. How do you not give Orlando an all-star? Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so that's that's gonna be the type of mentality you get to. Yeah. I mean, already, like, and to your point, Paolo, 20.6, 6.9 rebounds, 4.5 assists. That's, that's so that's yeah. that sounds legit. It yeah, sounds sure. legit. So are are you gonna if I'm if I'm sitting there voting or as a because these are gonna be coaches' replacements, they're not gonna get yeah. voted in. I say Boston's got two. I'm not going to take Orlando with their hot start. Again, now this depends on them carrying it over to that point. But if this is how it is when we get to that point, I can see five of those guards getting in. Let's just say five get in. Well, we've now listed four forwards. So we've got three more to go. Bancaro, I think, is a guy that probably gets in. Yep. So now we're at two. And we haven't had a single guy from the Miami Heat get in. Let's just say one of those guys gets in. Now we're at another forward, and we haven't talked about a single guy from the Knicks getting in. So does Julius Randle get in? Like now we're starting, the numbers crunch is starting to get there as well. Again, another injury replacement could be Porzingis. Kind of depends on where that lands. My final thought is I think, I, I don't think Derek White makes it because there are just five or six guys ahead of him just statistically. Yeah, that are better statistically, not better impact. I'm 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 fully on board. I want Derek White in. 
I think Porzingis has a better chance because the arguments for him not getting in are, well, Orlando's a good team. They need one. So Bancaro gets in. Yeah. I think Bancaro is ultimately going to be a better player and all that. But like you're starting to be like, well, the Knicks are going to be a playoff team. They need one. And like they're not, it's not, you're not being like these guys are so obviously better having better seasons or whatever. It's you're making a different kind of argument. So I think there's a better chance that Porzingis makes it. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, I think, yeah, I think to your point, I think, I, I think when we talk about a third Celtics all-star, we're talking about injury replacement and, you know, probably yeah. to, and to that end, you know, you kind of hope that they don't get in because you don't want somebody to get injured. You don't no, want right. somebody to get hurt and miss the all-star game. But um, I think if it always happens, does, it always happens, it always happens. And if it does, I think that one of those guys has a, an interesting case to be made. Um, and when that happens, if that happens and, and what, you know, an injury replacement all-star is still an all-star. Mo Williams is an all-star forever. Like, you Hell know, yeah. you're, you're still an all-star. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't care if I get the job because three other people drop out. I get the job. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. If I'm the fourth choice, I'm the one that gets the job. Yep. So, great. <laughs> Congratulations to me. Yep. If it's an injury replacement, no one's going to see. I'm going to go to basketball reference, and I'm going to see 2X All-Star, 3X All-Star, something like that. And I'm never going to be like, Ooh, which one was that? Uh, I don't know. Same argument for like all NBA teams. It's going to be like five time all NBA. I don't know. What was it second team? Was it third team? You got to know. No, he made the team five times. He made the all-star time, the all-star game this many times. That's all I care about. So, all right, Tom. Well, good show here, buddy. Really appreciate you having, having you on there. And uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Thanks for being prescient about uh, Derek White. Most things. Passionate about most things. Appreciate Fair you, quite in particular. <laughs> thanks, Tom. All right. And thanks to you for listening, for watching, for being here throughout this entire episode. Fun episode, I think. Lots of stuff to talk about. Let me know in the comment section. Get to that YouTube page. Get into the comment section. Let me know what you think there. That's the best place to do it. Agree, disagree. Agree about the all-star stuff. Agree about that timeout thing that I was talking about with Jason Tatum. Uh, let me know what you think. And I would love it if you are one of my everydayers, if you're here with me every Monday through Friday, the bonus podcast and all of that stuff, I would love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word. Remember, I'm not doing a, bon a, a podcast on New Year's Eve for New Year's Day, which is Monday. That's going to be the Saturday show that after the, after the Clippers game. The next podcast after the Clippers game will be Lakers post game. So just keep that in mind. And now, spread the word. Tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.